Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan that is 100% heart-healthy, plant-based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100 plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Try Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland, west to Pennsylvania, includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contract or commitment, and you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order. Promo code, capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being, and I have this myself. This saves me time and energy, and I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Monday Motivation and the motivation today is to specialize. And I kind of wanted to call this specialty schmeshalty. <laughs> Uh, meaning, like, is it important to specialize? It's kind of more of a question. And my answer is going to be, yes, it is important to specialize. This came up over and over again um, over the past number of years when I've talked to yoga teachers, yoga instructors, but you could really take this for any profession, this piece of advice. And I'm gonna lay out some pros and cons for specializing versus generalizing but I still think specializing is probably, in my opinion, the way to go. And of course, I'm speaking from my own background. So this is basically the the cheering for specialization. So we are all, we've all been at home probably for the past two months. Maybe you've been somewhere else, but definitely with social distancing, your life has changed in some way. And for some people, you're at home more and you're not working in the way you were before. And it's given you time to think about your next stage of life. Or it could be 
before the pandemic, when I would be talking to yoga instructors who had a full-time job, but they really, really wanted to leave their full-time job and work just as a yoga teacher. And they'd say, well, what is your advice on that? How do I make it in the yoga world? And at least in the yoga world, but I think in other worlds too, there is a real calling to specialize. And I don't mean just teaching yoga or just teaching one style of yoga, but really, really, really becoming as much of an expert in the way you can in whatever style of yoga you teach, um, wherever your specific talent lies or interest lies, but to really specialize in it. Because in the yoga world and in the yoga teaching world, there are a lot of generalists. There are a lot of people who are teaching kind of a hodgepodge of different types of yoga or yoga practices and sprinkled in some dharma or sprinkled in some idea of vinyasa or sprinkled in some idea of a meditation or let's put some restorative in there. And there's, there's again, nothing wrong with that. But I think I'm going to, I'm going to be bold and make the exclamation the argument for specialization. I really think you have to get really, really, really good and clear on one path. And that can include variables. But let's think about anything. If you were going to go to somebody and you wanted to, let's say, fix your teeth, you're going to probably go to the person that has a lot of experience at rearranging teeth, not just of cleaning them, not just of extracting them, but of helping them. And that's usually an orthodontist, right? You don't just go to a general dentist to do that. You go to somebody who's specialized in this path to understand what it takes to, to straighten teeth. And if you want your car fixed or something, you don't just take it to your neighbor who has some, you know, like looked at some stuff on YouTube. Maybe you do, but if it's something a little bit more involved, you're going to take it to somebody who specializes and they specialize in your type of car. It's not just necessarily somebody specializes in all the cars or or generalizes in all the cars because there's going to be differences in the way cars are made. And so if you extrapolate that, you have to think like in any profession, if you want to go far in it and or any sport, you want to go far in it or any hobby, any passion, playing the piano, on and on and on. If you want to go far in it, you have to spend time doing it. You have to really, really, really get good at it. And that is essentially specializing. Specializing is focusing. So your motivation is there. And then it's focus, focused work is what specialization takes. So what would be like a con in specializing? Well, some could say like, if you get really, really good at that one particular thing, maybe like for, for going back to yoga teacher training or teachers, for example, if they only, if you only taught postural yoga and you didn't teach meditation and you didn't teach restorative and you didn't teach all these other forms, but really, 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 really got good at, you know, postural yoga, modern postural yoga, which is the alignment, say like a modern version of Iyengar or something then you would be limiting perhaps your pool of people that you might draw in. But the argument could be that you're going to be so good at what you do that it doesn't matter how many people you get there because the people you get there are going to be so satisfied, they're going to go out and talk about it. And that's really hugely beneficial is the word of mouth. 
So the con would be that maybe your pool of people that you're going to attract will be smaller. But the pro is when you specialize at something and you're really good at it, and there is kind of this underlying assumption that if you specialize, you're going to be good, that you will get more people. And say you specialize in something that isn't going to make you money, that you're just really excited about specializing in, saying like, just you have to pick an instrument, you pick the piano, you play, you play, you play, you get really, really good at it. Well, there's really probably no con about that, except that maybe there's not always a piano around. If you had kind of tinkered around and learned how to play the piano a little bit, learn how to play the violin and learn how to play the ukulele, then you might be able to, you know, any one time play one of those. Like if you're visiting or traveling or, or if you just don't, can't afford to have a piano at your house, you, you have some variability, adaptability. So there are, there are always going to be some perhaps drawbacks, but overridingly, I think that specializing is where you're going to find your deepest source of power and satisfaction. Because when you really understand something and whether you, through the demonstration of it, through the articulation of it, through the practice of it, whatever it is, you will, it's like a reinforced loop that you will feel amazing doing that thing, teaching that thing, practicing that thing, and it will reinforce and you'll want to, you'll want to know more about it. And it layers and layers. And then you become more known as a specialist in in that field. And that's, I think, where we find our purpose in life is what is it that brings us a huge level of satisfaction, a huge um, amount of commitment that that is fed back over and over again in a positive way. And I would mostly say, I think that my argument is that's going to come from specialization. It's not going to come from generalization, putting your fingers in here and your toes in here and trying this out and trying that out. I think early on in life, this is where I would argue, I think it's great for kids to try out all kinds of things. That's your childhood is a great time to not be a specialist. You know, sometimes it's kind of scary how kids become specialists at something so early. And I always was a bit resistant to that because I thought, you know, from a physical therapy standpoint, if my daughter, for instance, was going to specialize in gymnastics, which she loved, but, you know, at age six, they were like, oh yeah, now now she's going to go to four days a week, three hours a day of practice. And I thought, this is absurd. I, I don't want her body to go through that. And so I think there are there are times in your life where not being a specialist is going to be very beneficial. And then, you know, in adolescence and early adulthood, if you become really interested in one thing, go for it. But in terms of work, in terms of profession, in terms of purpose, I think specializing is the way to go. Unless you really are totally unsure of what you want to do and totally unsure of what drives you, what like really makes you spark. Then perhaps being a generalist, here's my argument for generalists, then perhaps being a more generalist of things could be beneficial. But I think, again, I'm going to go back to this, specializing in something is making you feel special. It's making you feel driven and purposeful. And over and over again, from philosophers to psychologists, et cetera, what we discover with time is that 
happiness is a pursuit that is is kind of this idea, but that's not really ultimately the, the golden fleece. You know, what we actually really want is purpose. What fulfills us and drives us as human beings is purpose. And so specializing, I will say, go out and do that. So if you're on at home and kind of perseverating about what should I do? What should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I just like stick with what I'm doing and get good at different things? I would say, ask yourself, what do you want to be doing? What do you want to know about a lot and get to know that skill set really well, and then put more and more energy and time into that. And it will, I think it will reveal itself. And to yoga teachers out there who are feeling really drained and uninspired and quite frankly, bored. It might be because you aren't specializing enough. You're just drifting a little bit in and out of just teaching that's been a hodgepodge of of different things. What speaks to you? What speaks to you? And I think that's why so many people get really fired up in my teacher training is they are drawn to understanding the body and then they get the tools to understand the body. And all of a sudden, Every person out there doesn't have to be a PT, but they feel like miniature specialist. And then they, because they have the fundamentals and then they build on those over and over. Now you can, you can apply this to any profession. It doesn't have to be yoga teachers, but those are the ones obviously I see the most. But here is my Monday motivation. What are you specializing in? And here, guess what? If you are a stay-at-home parent, that could be your specialty. There is, there's such you deserve the biggest crown of all. Specializing in being a great parent is, is work and it's never ending. And I don't know if any of us really specialize at it. I think we just get better at it. But there is something about that. There is something about putting all of your energy and effort into raising your children and, and being the CEO of your home. There is a lot there. But I would uh, encourage you to also see, see outside of that if there's like something that's really calling to your heart that is just for you, that has nothing to do with your family. Because I think we all need that kind of just for us thing too that we specialize in. And maybe that could be just playing a musical instrument or having a hobby or a craft or something that eventually might turn into uh, a bigger part of your life. But for today, what is it you're specializing in? Answer that question. Feel it in your heart. Feel it in your head, of course. They're connected. Sit with it. Move with it. And see what um, inspires you the most. And don't be afraid of going down this beautiful rabbit hole of learning more and more about what what drives and inspires you and will let make, make you more and more of a specialist. I hope that helped you today. It helps me to think about the body and the brain and movement and it's I think about it all the time. So I'm kind of an obsessed uh, person of special, trying to specialize. And by the way, you never get there. I'm not like a specialist. I just have specialized in this and I'm just hoping that my work can inspire others. No, as always, I'm pulling for you today and every day. Thank you for listening.